Well, universe, it is not every day that you hit this kind of milestone. And this isn't the milestone of no more crying in this episode. Hell, who knows? Might start crying five minutes from now, five seconds from now. That's the way it goes. No. <clears throat> no, 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 I mean, I say I mean a lot. Because, what, I'm going to tell you what I don't mean? Uh, as I'm sure you're aware, oh, wise universe, thou universe that is so wise of, the recording challenge, keeping up with my schedule change and flip of sleep routine and dog walk necessity and yada yada. Excuse after excuse after excuse of why the last three weeks have been a challenge to get hmm, the energy to record at times. But, I mean, an, an occasion like this one wipes all that away. You just, you get up for the moment, right? I mean, here we sit. Nobody thought that I would complete 53 episodes. And if you did because I would just run through and spit a bunch of shit out that I was thinking that day, which is all I did, then, yeah, okay. Then you tell a bunch of stories about yourself, okay. But now, after those 53s, we've gotten to 43, another prime number. And when you add it all up, what do you get? Bum, 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 bum. Episode 1, 49. How many people... Thought I would make it episode 149. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. Not even the cat. Nope. Nobody. And I was just thinking of all the other great episode 149s that are out there. All those wonderful ah, moments of just understanding you've gotten something substantive, organized in a block of appreciative work that can be, hmm, I think representative of a wider scope of who you are than just say a quick note, a sound bite, a video that goes viral, <clears throat> whatever. 149. Yep. Now, for some of you who think I might be premature, well, yeah. Obviously. But that's just you being boxed into your ten fingers and toes. And I say, <clears throat> well, I never liked opening Christmas presents on Christmas Eve. But boy, did I like hunting for them. So, there ain't no surprise, if you don't throw the surprise, to surprise those who will... Not even know that there's a surprise being surprised. Surprise. Episode 149. I'm a little bit stunned, honestly. That's by far the most committed to anything of this nature I have ever been. And I could only think of one appropriate celebratory moment to recognize the achievement. And that is, I got to clean out my bookcase. Like, it's so overstuffed. 
There's so much shit on my bookcase that there's not room to put the concentrates I just bought at the top shelf where they belong because then the cat doesn't knock them on the floor and they get lost yet. So, when I came home today after my adventure of bus rides and bike rides and distrib or, uh, dispensaries I'd never been to before, but we're having such great 420 sales that were still going on that I had to say, all right, South Denver, I hate you, but here I come. I don't hate South Denver. I don't hate it. Well, I find it to be the mayonnaise sandwich in the area, but I don't hate it. All right, and those were some things that uh, I put up here yesterday, so they don't count. I shouldn't have had them up there. I forgot I was going to do this. I'm not going to count my weed because I couldn't fit it all up there. So I took my T-square, not T-square, sorry, my level and my uh, carpenter square, which I had left there from, from and my painting. All right, these items were just forgotten to put away. All right. That means everything else on my bookshelf right now is just some shit that ended up there. Or, I suppose at some point, there are a lot of books on this. But there's a lot of other stuff too. And it's so useless, it just stands here like, an, like uh, some sort of commemorative Ikea poster of disorganization of a modern man. And since I don't want to live disorganized... These are the kinds of things I need to start having less max capacity and more. This is where I put my books or whatever it's going to end up being. The first thing it's going to be is clear. And what I was thinking is, you know, I wonder if I have 149 items on my bookcase. It's possible. Probably more, especially because there are a lot of books. There's probably 100 books. 49 other things, probably. There could even be 120 books. So 149 over under, take the over. But there's no better way to celebrate episode 149 than to pull items one at a time off my bookshelf, tell you what they are, tell you why they're there, and tell you if they have any value to me. Because I've really explored no pedestrian sense of who I am. Welcome to my bookshelf. We'll start with the globe on the top. Ooh, almost started with that. On the top, I have a globe that uh, was in my family when I was a kid, like a baby. So I think this has been maybe my dad, even my dad's collegiate globe. I'm trying to see what year it was printed. Um, uh, where is that? It's gonna be in the uh, this was made in the USA. Duh. And it was made in, wow, why doesn't it say? It has to say. It must say. Where do you say? Do you say there? No, you're telling me what to do if I cross the international dateline. I already know. Okay, so I'm guessing that it's, hmm, I'm not going to guess. I cannot believe it's not inside the legend. Let me look one more time. This is the kind of compelling conversation I was hoping for, and hmm. Well, 
I'm honestly going to pause the recording and figure it out. I give up. I guess we couldn't start with a better WTF item to own than a globe with no date. Judging from some of the, the country, uh, the Eastern Europe block of countries, that I mean, they're still a part of Russia on this map, or part of the USSR, excuse me. Um, it's, I mean, if I had to guess, it's somewhere in the late 60s, early 70s, period, period, duh, no, no period, because frankly, other than maybe looking at some population growth and seeing if I could trip over some of the ones that are moving from a million or under a million to a million as a reference point, I don't really know how you figure out what data globe is. It doesn't have a date on it. That seems like it shouldn't even be able to be published, but I also have some glow-in-the-dark shining stars sitting up on that top shelf. Why? Because I was going to put them on my ceiling in college, I think. Not really sure. I have um, some eCards 2015 daily desktop calendar. It was a Christmas gift I never opened. I mean, I never used. It is sitting in the box. It's never been out. Um... Wait, that's item number three, correct? Because globe was one, shining, or the glow-in-the-dark stars were two. Calendar is three. Item four, well, this is a can koozie that I made when I was in drug rehab. On here, I was supposed to put eight different things that I had learned I would had been in my drug use days. Those things are... Uh, this one's upside down, so we'll start with that one. Uh, shapeshifter? Okay, whatever. I mean, if you saw the way I wrote it, that's the whatever. Of course I'm a shapeshifter. Addict, duh, gambler, duh, duh. Did I come up with anything that wasn't written on my sleeve? Athlete? Uh, that's a stretch. Rebel? That's a stretchier stretch. Alchemist? That's a fair one. Storyteller's fair. I guess that's it. There you go. That's me in a koozie, or at least me, written on one in what is basically arts and crafts for adults who have shot themselves in the foot too many times. All right, so was that four? One, two, three, four. Come on, let's be a little more organized so I can count. One, two, three, four. Yep. On to number five. A couple of uh, wireless charging discs that work for two phones I've broken. And their plug. Uh, we'll make that item six. Useless phone charging stuff. Item seven is a print of a Paul Clay Castle and Son. And it comes from Abrams Color Print in Switzerland by Mengels and Stitcher from Lucerne. It's a print of my parents that I like. That needs to go somewhere well, or somewhere better than where it is. All right, I have um, a golf ball, a baseball, and a Nerf Denver Broncos football. So, now that we've gotten to item number, let's see, the charging stuff was five, and pause. Okay, I'm pretty sure the clay poster was six. So Nerf Broncos football seven, golf balls eight, 
And that is a T-ball. That's, that's Millhouse's old ball. <clears throat> that was the perfect ball for a dog. I have never seen better for throwing and catching. If you want a great dog for your, for a ball for your dog, go find a T-ball. They are perfect. Especially if you have an, a dog who likes to catch balls, like, athletically. It's better than a baseball, because it, and it'll last. It's a good ball. Uh, and I'll forever keep that little souvenir. That deserves to be on the top shelf. I don't know about that Broncos ball anymore. And that's not my hole-in-one ball. Nope. Good. Don't know what that is. That's just some golf ball. Probably had to take it out of Phoebe's mouth. Okay, so that's 7, 8, 9, 10. Bicycle Prestige playing cards. Never used them. Um, I think that's a gift from Lily. And uh, this is a wooden puzzle. It's very uh, fragile. It's very uh, prone to collapse. So it really needs to be in a box. But that brings me to numbers 10 and 11. And to finish off the top shelf, I have something called a water. Oh, shoot, there's water in there. Hmm. <laughs> well, there's my air plant or water I don't know you're only supposed to water it once a month and a little bit of water in the bottom of a vase that evaporates into the plant is how it's supposed to grow it doesn't look like it's done anything since Christmas but it looks exactly like it looked at Christmas so maybe my mom just gave me a fake plant and told me it was and she's giving me a little project to make me think I'm keeping it alive ha <laughs> she'll tell me later jokes on me and then I have for my, that's, so that's number 12, 13. Oh, so appropriate. The Unabridged Edgar Allan Poe. And that's only up there because it's the widest book I have, so it acts as a bookend for all this little stuff that I don't want to fall apart like that wood puzzle. That's 13 items. <clears throat> all right, uh, number 14 is a, that is scotch tape, and it's uh, actually empty because I used the last of it when I was putting it putting uh, tape around, <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, so I guess that counts as number 14, it has to, and number 15 is a catnip frog, yeah, catnip frog, okay, so books, now, <clears throat> I don't want to count duplicates, um, and I think I have some, but let's just get them out of here, well, not get them out of here. First book I'm getting out of here, though, is this Hallmark Kisses book. This was some hmm, Valentine's Day gift from years ago, decade ago, more than that, maybe. And I don't even necessarily know who it's from, so that book needs to go in a box. All right, I've got Dungeons and, <laughs> I've got Dungeons and Dragons original um, instruction set that I saw at a, where did I find those? Well, I found, I found those in the original character sheets for a buck somewhere because the price tag's still on it. So those have been sitting on my shelf ever since just as a souvenir of life. All right, so where does that put me? The Kisses book was 14. The, uh, that's the only thing I've done, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and the tape. So tape was 14, Kisses book is 15. Dungeons and Dragons is 16, 17, worst case scenario, survival handbook, that's another gift, can't remember from who, I think a relative, becoming a writer, same thing, crime and puzzlement 2, 
That's a book from my childhood. It's little picture mysteries. Um, and frankly, I've probably done them all. If I were to open that book, I'll bet they're all completed. H.G. Wells, The Time Machine and the War of the Worlds. Same book. Uh, or same single unit, two books. So I'm counting it as one. Animal Farm, George Orwell. <laughs> Old Man in the Sea, <laughs> Ernest Hemingway. I own the freaking book. <laughs> the Great Gatsby. Ah, oh, my least favorite book that I've ever completed, I think. And Steinbeck of Mice and Men. So right at the front of my bookshelf, I have, uh, let's see, we got to 15. With that, 16 with the Dungeons and Dragons, 17, 18, 19, 20. That's 24. And uh, I, I, can, I can get rid of all but probably Animal Farm, Old Man in the Sea, Crime and Puzzlement, and Dungeons and Dragons. The rest of that can all go in a box. Um, not that there's anything like a side back of Mice and Men. It's a good read. I just don't need it on my bookcase. Not anymore. Well, other places you'll go, and One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish, that's 25 and 26. Sure, those can stay. Uh, Kafka. There's The Metamorphosis, The Penal Colony, other, and Other Stories. Uh, no, that can go. Uh-huh. Goodbye. No, Lord Neil Horson, their eyes were watching God. Actually, that's a book I should reread, so let's put that in there. Uh, Michael Chabot and Wonder, Wonder Boys. Oh, if this was, if this was, um, whatever, the one about the comet, New York, 40s, I would probably keep it, but I don't like Wonder Boys nearly as much. All right, the second set, Simone de Beauvoir. That's a textbook from college. It's time to stop being pretentious and get that off of here. The Moscow Puzzles. Those are pretty lame, so those are going too. Okay, but I've lost track of my count. I know that the Seuss books are 25 and 26. So, what have I purged since then? Oh, it was Zora Neale Hurston. That's staying. Uh... Damn it. I might have to... Do I? Do I really have to do that? Do I have to count? Do I... Oh, have I done that to myself? Possibly. Oh, well. This isn't science. Nothing is anymore, right? Oh, there, there, there's the discard pile that I'm missing. Okay, so I got rid of Kafka and Wonder Boys. So we'll call those 27 and 28. 29, Zora Neale Hurston stays... And that was it for now, I think. So, Moscow Puzzles, 30, gone. Simone, 31, gone. Mystery of the Coughing Dragon. That's one of Alfred Hitchcock presents the three investigators. I loved those books as a kid, so that stays. That's 32. Mirror, mirror, 33. Ha ha! I went and found that book in my basement because I knew I owned a book called Mirror, Mirror. There it is. Magic mirror. Okay. <clears throat> the Anomaly is a book my mom gave me. I have to keep that and read it. The Life of Melarpa that I am reading. So that stays. Okay, three C.S. Lewis books from my youth. The original ones I read as a kid. No, those are gone. Silver Chair, Horse and Boy. Horse and His Boy and the Magician's Nephew. Somewhere I have three more of those, but I have lost one of them. 
Okay, Confederacy of Dunces. I didn't even really like that book. That's gone. Into Thin Air was, yeah, I'm past that at this point. I am into Thick Air. Okay, these are going to stay. Huck Finn, Catcher in the Rye, and Breakfast of Champions. That, those all get to stay. Chicken Soup for the Golfer's Soul. I think my mom gave me that, so that stays. Mini Mysteries. I will keep Crime and pun Puzzlement, but nope, no more Mini Mysteries. The Da Vinci Code, see ya. How to Lie with Statistics, I like having that on the shelf. A Pocket Style Manual, yes, we will take Clarity, Grammar, Punctuation, and Mechanics, of course. A Blank Canvas. All right, now, now we're going back. I'm hitting pause. I'm coming back when I know how many that's been. 41, I think. Close enough. Um, next on the I guess you can stay list, I'm calling the Hardy Boys the Stone Idol. Honestly, I read a lot of them, probably 75% of them. And I never really liked them. There were some good, tense mysteries, but I never really liked them. Unlike the Hitchcock Presents Three Investigators, those three dudes, that was a way better uh, team to relate to. The Hardy Boys, I actually related to Nancy Drew. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know, I get it, I get it. But point is, number 42. Uh, 42 is the Hardy Boys? Okay, see ya. 42 should have been Camus. But we'll make him 43 because this is episode 43. The Stranger Stays. I love The Stranger. That's one of my favorite books. I have Joyce a portrait of the artist as a young man up there because of all the people I never had to read in my intellectual education, James Joyce might be top of the list. So do I dive into him now? <laughs> am, I, am I missing James Joyce in life? Hard to say that I am. Hard to say that I am. But still, that guilt sits on my sits on my bookshelf. Alright, we'll keep it up there. What the hell? That one. That one maybe I should read. 43. 44, James Baldwin. Uh, go tell it on the mountain. Yeah, that can stay. And Ken Kesey, One Flew Over the Cougar's Nest can definitely stay. But the Canterbury Tales, I'm done with you. I'm no more of the SATs, so goodbye, Canterbury Tales. That's shelf one. And that got us to uh, 44, 45, 46, 47, 47. Yes, 47. Okay. We're through the first shelf plus the top of the bookshelf. We have 47 items. All right, next, Zyrtec that I shoved up here. Next is some Loctite Super Glue. 48 and 49. Feels fitting. Those probably need to go back up there, actually. All right, books. 50. I do like David Sedaris naked being 50. He gets to stay. So does Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Um, actually, that's Sedaris when you are engulfed in flames. I actually thought I had naked up here. Naked must be in the garage. Where naked should be. Alright. Anyway, 50 is Sedaris. 51 is Zen in the Art. Civilization and its discontents. I should probably reread that. Alright. That's 52. 53 and 54 are two Choose Your Own Adventures. Um, The Cave of Time and the Abominable Snowman, I suppose. That's enough of a difference. 
to count them as separate. And then I've got three Watterson books here. So that will take us to 57. Those are Attack and Deranged Mutant Killer Monster and Snow Goons. Scientific Progress Goes Boink and The Revenge of the Babysat. We're to 57. Catcher in the Rye again. Now that I'm not going to count twice. Uh, which one do I want? I'm keeping the red one, yes. So, 57. Beowulf. Actually, I do like Beowulf. But I'm done with Anna Karenina. So that was 58 and 59. <clears throat> 60, 1984. Jeez, more relevant than ever. Um, so that's 60. 61, Cusco and Machu Picchu, the Moon Travel Guide. Cannery Row, Steinbeck. Well, if I'm keeping a Steinbeck, I'm keeping of mice and men. Or should I keep old man? Let's see. Okay. So that was 61. Uh, goodbye. 62. Strunk and White. That always needs to stay up there. 63. The Illustrated Man. Sure. I like that book. No more Faulkner. 64. Gaitalisha Okay. That's the most pretentious book that I still want to have. 65. Cosmos 66. Uh, History of Sexuality, Michelle. Well, sure, 67. Slaughterhouse 5, 68. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, no, I'm going to take that one off. That's my least favorite Vonnegut. I'm keeping up here the Band Talk books, Golden and Griffin Sabine. So that's. 66, 67, 68, 69, 70. Uh, and then that means I'm Sound and the Fury, no more. Dostoevsky, I'm going to say no more to that. That's 71, 72, that's not Brothers Karamazov. Or... 73, Battlefield Earth, I'm keeping it. 74, Cat's Cradle, I'm keeping it. 75, Welcome to the Monkey House, I'm getting rid of it. 76, Writing Down the Bones, I've had enough of them. Or... 77, Mary Daly, Gynecology, I've had enough of. 78, I'm going to, actually, I'm going to keep, yeah, McCart Corbin McCarthy, Sutre, Sutre. 78, 79, and 80 are Tales of the City, more Tales of the City. Uh, that's 80. Douglas Adams and uh, the four, and yes, I've read... Uh, the first, the, the first, the fourth one came out when I was in, I think, ninth grade, or the summer between ninth and tenth. Anyway, I, that is a book I was in. <laughs> I could not wait for Life, the Universe, and everything. And then when, um, when, uh, oh my goodness, when, Hmm. How can I not think of the book that came after? Not one more thing. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, I had to go look up. Mostly harmless. Hard to believe. And I've also screwed up my recording somehow. God dang it. Oh, well. Hopefully not in a bad way, but that number is a terrible thing to be looking at. Well, I'm at 81, and second shelf is clear, third shelf, 
I'm going to stop, put these recordings together, and we're at halftime anyway. 81 is a good number. I'm not sure. <laughs> this falls on 149. I'm going to freak out. Okay. Well, not only is halftime over, but we started the third quarter, and somebody forgot to record it. So, like Superman circling the Earth, we're going to reverse a little time here. And coming out of the halftime locker room, even though it's the next day, and even though now it's probably 1 o'clock, uh, 12.54 a.m. I mean p.m., p.m., p.m. on the 26th of April. So when I go open those blinds over there, there's going to be a lot of sunshine coming in. Because it's sunny and it's like 65, 70 degrees right now. One of the better days we've had in the last couple weeks and there's no wind yay no wind but yeah that means of course halftime lasts until the next day and uh that's not the weed's fault it's not even my fault um i kept trying to get up to get the second half recorded here and just didn't have the energy ah man i hate feeling so physically tired i had no idea i'd let myself go like this and i don't even think i'm in that bad of shape so I gotta figure out what's causing me to be slumpy. Uh, <clears throat> but what's not causing me to be slumpy is, you know, it's funny. Uh, I fight with my cat. Now I don't, well, no, 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 no. I do not fight with my cat. She fights with me. But one of her fights is her standoffish attitude toward cat food. And I, I'll admit she has a point because there are, uh, there are no bags of cat food other than the smallest one, which is like a two pound bag that I can buy, that I can get to the bottom of before she starts puking. She just, for whatever reason, whether it's, and I have tried, uh, Tupperware containers, I've tried Ziploc bags, I have tried whatever to preserve the sanctity of her food, uh, tins with lids. I mean, we even tried mason jars, <clears throat> which is ridiculous. Why would you keep cat food in 16-ounce jars? But the point is, I don't know what it is. I really don't. I don't know if she gets tired of it because I can buy the same food in a new bag and she's fine until about five weeks into it when she just starts vomiting the shit back up. And... Uh, We've tried different eating areas. We've tried all sorts of stuff. So she does have a, an extreme sensitivity to food that I've never experienced with any other pet. So she has that going for her. But what she doesn't have going for her is that, okay, what we're going to do then is we're going to buy whatever the cheapest cat food is because you can only eat so much of it and then we got to switch. So when I bring home a bag that we've never tried before, this time it's something called a, a bound in these little pellets, uh, she won't eat it. She won't eat any of it. She just sits there and meows for other stuff. So then I have one bag or bag. I've got this little foil tear pouch of wet dog food that is beef chunks or something. So I put half of that down for her because I can't give her anything that I don't give the other to the dog. She'll freak out. The dog gets her half. And what does the cat do? But she just licks it. She doesn't even eat any of it. So now she's sitting here pissed at me because I won't go get her food. And it's like, <laughs> uh, aren't you a feral animal? 
I mean, if you're this if you're this persnickety about the food that I'm providing, well, you know what? Get off your ass and go get yourself dinner. And I don't mean that for the birds of the universe, but for a couple of the mice that keep coming up from the cellar now and again, yeah, how about take care of that? Anyway, and you know, I think if cats, if cats ever domesticate themselves, it'll be to use our toilets. Like, she, that, <laughs> I'm surprised that she doesn't use the toilet. She's so clean and particular about her environment when it comes to everything. I've just never owned a cat that was so uniquely uh, picky, I guess. Anyway, rant of cat over. And another reason I'm glad I did halftime is I had to get my count square, which <clears throat> as we go here, I'm gonna recount back the ones that I had done before the pause. The next item on the list is actually item 93. And that item, in this case, is a gift bag, which I assume I was going to repurpose. Although, is there a price tag on it? Did I buy a gift bag? I can't imagine. It must have been nice enough I thought I could reuse it. Anyway, that's item 93. Item 94 is Shugu. Item 95 is a yo-yo. Item 96 are Mensa's word puzzles, which I imagine is a gift from my father. Item... Oh shit, which item was that again? Wait, 93, 94, 95, that was 96. So 97 will be the autobiography of Malcolm X. I'm gonna keep that one on the bookshelf, actually. 98 will be the dog clipper, toenail clippers. 99 will be a hacky sack, probably the only sport worse in basketball for me when I play it. Uh, so that was 99, right? 96, 97, 98. Oh my God, did I lose my count that quickly? Probably. 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98. Buy your food, Next. That's where we were at 99. All right, we'll make a cribbage board 100. We'll make Watership Down 101. And... Does that get us to current? It may. It may. It looks like it does. 101. And, <clears throat> um, I have to include another book my mom gave me, Falling Upward. I have two books on the shelf that my mom gave me. I have read neither one, and I know there's a third one in my bedroom. That's terrible. I gotta read those books. I should probably stop this recording right now and read those books. Okay, these were the others I was going to put on the sh No, these were rejects, okay. All right, so, so we're at item 101. Uh, no, 102, Roar is 102. Uh, yeah, because that was 100. Watership Down 101, Falling Upward 102, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, out of the first recording, it was hard to hear that I had called both Faulkner books. One had come off the third shelf as I lay dying, the other one was The Sound of the Fury. 
It was also hard to hear that I had included The Intellectual versus The City and Atwood's Handmaid's Tale in my books to stay because I forgot to mention it. Which is what brought me to number 93, not number 81. My count was so far off, I'm glad I went back and recounted because I don't think there's any way now that 149 is the number of items, especially since we're at 102 already. And there's two shelves left. That would mean 24 items each, and it looks like more than that. But... Still, thinning out the bookcase needed to happen, and this is a good reflective moment for me to look back and say, wait, I got rid of Jurassic Park, Michael Crichton's best book. Yeah, Andromeda Strange probably his best book, but I do like Michael Crichton, and I don't even consider him a guilty pleasure. Of all the pop fiction authors in my lifetime, his pop fiction is some of the most serious and scientific. At least he keeps it interesting in a cause and effect way. But I'm ditching you, Michael, because I'll never read Jurassic Park again, and nobody ever will ask me if they can borrow it. So to the cellar you go. Same with the picture of Dorian Gray, which I've never read. And now I've abused. Not intentionally, Dorian. Not intentionally. I just threw you on the floor by mistake. I know why the cage bird sings. Oh, it's such a great story. Uh, I know this is my sister's book, though. I can't keep my sister's book on the shelf. Um, Charlotte Bronte, Jane Eyre. That's a book I've never read from college, I think. No, I would have lost that book. Okay. So that's got to be my sister's. The Ways of White Folks. This might be my sister's, and this is staying on the bookshelf. Langston Hughes. <clears throat> okay. When I... <laughs> uh, if there is... Karmic retribution, especially for the way I treated Carrie in Seattle. Um, well, the way life paid me back was it took away all my college books and letters. It took away all my life's letters. And at the age of 30, I had a few. In fact, I had a box full of letters. And not a small box. I had a uh, toolbox size box full of letters. And I had two bank boxes full of books. Of all the books that I wanted to send home, I could only really afford to send home two bank boxes of books. The rest I left behind, which was tragic enough. But the, the book of, or the box of letters had every letter I'd ever written or received and by written, mostly I had my attempts at writing fiction, whatever. I had all of my important papers in one box. And all my important books in two more. And all told, I think I sent home 11 boxes from Seattle when I left. And three didn't make it. Guess which three. So, karma definitely showed me that everybody loses when you act like a dick, even you. That's a lesson I think I finally learned. And I've been acting pretty, pretty right on lately. I'm liking myself a lot lately. Having a good effect, helping people out, getting things done, cleaning up my bookcase, smoking the right weed. I gotta say, I'm 
it's not just that I'm, I'm enjoying life. I'm feeling purposefully inclined in life and leaving an impact that continues to move outward and become more and more real the more I continue to have that impact. So now, can I actually keep account of where I'm at while I'm doing a task? No, because I've lost my count again. <clears throat> but since I think I can figure it out, 102. God damn it. All right. I think that's 103, 104, 105, 106, 107. I think. American owned love. I have no idea what this is even. I really have no idea what this is. God, that probably means my mom gave it to me. Robert Boswell. It's got a sticker on it. Shit. I have no idea what this is. Okay. Well, 107, right? Beloved Tony Morrison, sure that can stay. Bigfoot, I'm not dead, that can stay. Errors in English and ways to correct them. The practical approach to correct word usage, sentence structure, spelling, punctuation, grammar. See, I have tried. That'll stay. Okay, so 107, 108, 109. That brings us to 110. Geek Love. I actually own two copies of this book. They were both gifts. <laughs> What's that tell me? All right, 110. 111, Illustrated Skiing Dictionary for Young People. I'm no longer young. I no longer need that. Empire Falls, Richard Russo. Uh, no, that can go. How to Raise a Puppy. I might need that again soon. So, that's 111, 112, 113, 114, Movie Monsters, Monster Makeup and Monster Shows to Put On. Sure. 115, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. 116, Plato. Complete works. 117, Mouse 1 and 2. 118, Stephen King, The Green Mile. That actually can stay. 119, John Green, The Anthropocene Reviewed. Shit, that's another book my mom gave me. I am now four, maybe five books behind on books my mom has given me. Ha, huh. make it five. Here's another Richard Rohr book. Oh, 120, Breathing underwater spirituality and the 12 steps well since i never went through the 12 steps i'm not sure why she gave me that but maybe she thinks i need to so 120 clears all but the bottom shelf are there 29 items down there yes are there exactly 29 wouldn't that be spooky home depot i know what this is this is my home depot introduction to leading orange uh, seminar class when you go to become management, I think. Anyway, that doesn't need to be there. But that's number 121. 122, 123, and 124 are photo albums. Oh, boy. I think every photo in all those albums is from 1990 or earlier. So those should probably go somewhere where I know where they are. Where they won't get damaged. But... That's 102, 103, 104. So 105 is a watercolor pad that has never been opened. That's useful. 106 is the Monks of Nuskeet and their dog training book. 
107, the pop-up MC Escher, 108, the X-Men, a book in Spanish that my sister got me in Barcelona. Um, uh, 10, let's see, <laughs> 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 109 is the souvenir to the 2009 US Open, 110 is advice from my 80 year old self, 111, oh, the 11th hour, ground base, 112, creative or cannot, origami, <laughs> 113, the history of art, 114, the way things work, 115, the prehistory of the far side, 116 is my diploma from college, 117 are my Sierra Club magazines, no, wait, 117, shouldn't that be 137, because that was 120, so 121, 122 and 123. 124, 125, 126, 127, 128, 129, 130, 
all the time. In fact, I'm usually close, but rarely am I exactly right. Now, where will I find a phone to use those wireless chargers? Maybe that's what my next phone needs to be. And I need to keep the golf balls out of Phoebe's mouth. Maybe I should play another round of Dungeons and Dragons with somebody. I'd have to buy some Jolt Cola, I suppose. But no more Hardy Boys books in my future. That's a good thing to know. I can finally say goodbye to you, James Joyce. I'm done with you, because we never started anything up, and I don't think it's time. But Beowulf? Well, the greatest grade I ever got. I got one A-plus in an assignment in Mrs. Cambridge Lewis's class, and it was my book review of Beowulf. Imagine that.